All right, the light is on, and we are off the bench for a very, very special Ooh. holiday edition that I am so freaking excited for. We have a very special present for you. We told you Adam was going to be here this week, but Adam? I'm here. To my right. Who's right? Nick Good's right, your host. Adam Hunter, back from Calgary, visiting his fam family. Neil? Just... Back from work, pretty much. Back from work? No, you had a you had a special visitor over the holidays. I, yeah, I got to see my sister, so back from seeing my sister. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was Santa in, Claus. In, from, <laughs> you're making in yeah. from the West Coast? Yes. yes. From Portland. Yeah. From Portland. It's still the 90s. Do you there. want do you want to uh low-key plug your sister? Or? No, no, it's okay. Okay. She's got enough followers already. Okay. She's, she does, though. Anyway, she does. We'll just say Neil's sister works for a prominent sports apparel company. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it there. Out in Portland. <laughs> Where all of them... Don't know what that could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Anyway, we are coming to you on our tape delay on a frigid night here in the capital of Alberta. Oh, yes. Um, it is what? Minus 42, you said the wind chill tonight, That's Adam? the low tonight, yeah. We're the, uh, recording this tape delay at 6.45 Mountain Standard Time. I'm going to lay out everything we're gonna, that's going to happen. We're going to do a little bit of sports. We're going to talk Oilers. We're going to go over uh, week 16 of the NFL, preview week 17, quickly do picks. And then we're going to get to the real holiday thick of it. In honor, as I said before, I wanted to surprise the boys a couple weeks ago. We couldn't do the podcast. So now Neil's actually prepared for this one. I'm so excited he's prepared for it. We're in honor of Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift's 28th year glorious year on this planet earth that we are so not deserving of we are not deserving of 28 years of 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 this majesty so in our best way to honor her we're going to break down and discuss our individual lists adam is not going to be a part no, of this i'm not of our top 28 songs for the 28 years she's been on earth um but until we get that that's on the back half so we're, we'll, we'll split up a little bit um we're gonna make you guys wait for that. It's like a, when a, when a band they know they have their greatest hit and they play it around like the second last song to the finale, right before the encore. That's when we're gonna do that. We're you know you guys gotta gotta sit through the boring sports stuff before we get to the real good stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go over some movie stuff too with Neil. Get him to which movies I think he should watch. Things we'll talk about those, and then we'll do an actual uh, year interview movie thing sometime next week. Yes. Um, that being said, let's talk the Oilers. They played last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, went down in a, in, it was a good game. Went down in four three loss. Doesn't, in my opinion, does not kill their season as of yet. No. Uh, I guess the big news, if you're a Jets fan coming out of it, Shifley out now two months. Yes. Yeah, looked like six, a shoulder. Weeks. They're oh, saying yeah. upper body, but shoulder. it looked like a shoulder when he came up. Yeah. Uh, it was Lucic that hit him. No, it was mm -hmm. Davidson. Oh, it was Davidson. Yeah. That's right, Davidson. Yeah, it kind of got tangled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a, an ugly looking play. It's that, it's just, that in between spot between yeah. the boards and like the end line, and yeah. it just kind of gets tight. Just so I guess my yeah. question, though, uh, coming off a bit of a break, I kind of thought that, that we would lose this game. My prediction for the week would be lose to the Jets last night, beat Chicago tomorrow, which we normally do, and then in the revenge match on New Year's Eve, kick the Jets' ass. We have to. Um, so, playing against one of the most potent offenses in the league, how did we look last night? A little if sloppy. Your name, if your name's on Adam Larson. <laughs> it was, or, or Brandon Davidson. Yeah, yeah it was, it was a little sloppy all around, I gotta say. I guess I they mean, were repairing, right? So, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, it was... It wasn't... I mean, I know they had a few days off. It wasn't exactly crisp, and they'll need to tighten up. But again, they were playing against a great offensive team, 
And Joel Armia, apparently. Yeah, Joel Armia. That has got some wheels on him. You know what, Holy though? shit. Guy like him, man, he looks like he's always poised to have a good game. He's actually, like, sneaky yeah. good. So. No, I yeah, no they, they played, like, decently, and they had some good chances. I mean, I'd say, actually, they might have had more. Well, the Jets had a lot of good chances, too. It was an exciting game. It was a good chance game. Either was, end. Yeah, I thought the Jets outplayed yeah. them for a good stretch of it. Yeah. But I thought did you Talbot, actually watch the game, Neil? Yeah, I did, yeah. So <laughs> Talbot, Talbot kept us in. But Talbot kept us in, I think, when... They were kind of struggling. They were kind of lulling a little bit in the middle. Yeah. Because it was it got two two really quickly there. It was yeah. just like a barn burner really fast. Yeah. And I think Louis made mention. He's just like, yeah, there's no breaks on this game right now. And it's yeah. just like, it, it could tell it was kind of just like a little bit all over the place. And then I thought the Jets kind of took a little bit of the momentum, got up four two there, and then it was pretty much. I thought the Oilers in the third period uh, played pretty well. I mean, they just couldn't get one. The, the puck yeah. was bouncing everywhere at the end yeah. too, but yeah. they had pressure for like for crazy, but. Kara looked great again. That line, that, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, he snuck that shot in where... Great yeah. shot, yeah. JJ. I, thought, I, mean, two it was, the, I thought two of the lines got, were good last night. He night. got lucky with a little bit of a knuckler there, yeah. but yeah. still, a great shot. Like, yeah. He put it where he wanted to put yeah, it. Yeah, I thought that line and the McDavid line looked well, good, and then I think that uh, the new... Obviously, no rust from that shot. He yeah, I thought the new line and the fourth yeah. line didn't produce a ton, You know, it's, but it's tough. You're not going to have every line no, going every night. And you still score three goals. Yeah, and if you get two of those lines going and producing offensively, hey, that's great. So there's just a couple mistakes like that army of breakaway. Just like the pass was sloppy and then he just jumps on it. Adam, I'm going to assume you read the article today. I didn't. There was something on Oilers Nation about Shirley looking for a defenseman. I actually didn't get a chance to read that today. Um, I didn't look at it, but the reason I bring that up is because... So I was at the Montreal game uh, on the 23rd. And one thing... uh, Full disclosure, my father is born and bred in Montreal... Big, big Canadians fan. So Anglophone, though. Go, so, he is Anglophone. So, who? Saving grace. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, we, we obviously, like, when the Canadians are in town, always the game we try to go to. Um, he was a little bit disappointed, but, he, and I, I know a little bit more about the roster just because I'll talk to him about it and stuff yeah. like that. But one thing I noticed in that, like, for that Montreal squad, first off, Patrick has to be hurt. The guy was invisible that entire game. He's I don't know been how, invisible all year. I don't know how it looked on TV, but when, like on his line, did not notice him one bit. Mm-hmm. Can't believe they gave up on Radulov. Can't believe they let that guy go. Because when I've any Dallas game I've watched, which has been against the Oilers, but mm-hmm. the guy has like so. The guy will shoot from anywhere. They didn't want to pay him. Yeah, I would have paid that guy. Yeah. Anyway, the anyway, long winded. We talk about all these like trade scenarios and stuff like that, and there was the thing about we talked on the last pod about uh, Hoffman and uh, those guys from the Senators. I look at a guy like Brandon Gallagher on the Canadians, and he is a guy when I'm like, man, that guy never stops fucking moving. Mm-hmm. Right winger, I'm pretty sure, right, Neil? I believe so. Yeah. And he's a guy that I look at, then I'm like, I would pay, I would, I would pay a first round pick for that guy for a play, for a playoff push if I could. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought about it, and I was like, ah, but well, you know, what's his contract like? Too. Do you know what his contract is? No. You take a guess. That's a good question. He has a good contract. Two point seven five cap hit for the next three years. What? Wow. Really? And the way that guy plays, I'm like, I want that. So right now, I'm saying it out there. I'm gonna put into the ether because that's how people think this shit works. If you have some sort of podcast or radio show yeah. and you say something once and it eventually comes true, yeah. somehow the team listens to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting it out there. Shrelly, low, because you say you're not still involved, but you're still involved. <laughs> Go out there and try to... Because the Canadians lost again last night. Yeah. Their, their, con, their contract, their um, 
records are on the same as ours right now, yeah. but I think their playoff hopes are a little bit bleaker, mm-hmm. just because the Atlantic... Our division's a little tight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Atlantic is a little... Because you have... They're beating Tampa Bay tonight, though, if you are curious. Oh, I did, I did not know. So, I mean, halfway through the second, but... Still. I mean, Vegas beat Tampa Bay last week, so... <laughs> this is very true. Vegas is number one in the West. Yeah. And ironically, In the Gallagher... West? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I... Gallagher scored the goal, if you must know. 15th of the year. There, wow. you, go. there you go. So that's 15 a guy... 15 goals. That's a guy that if you're trying to... If you're <laughs> Montreal, you're trying to rebuild... You could rebuild around him or mm-hmm. try to get something and I would overpay for him for sure. Because yeah, right I've guy. talked about this before. Yeah. That NBA model of like, you got to you gotta overpay every once in a while because mm-hmm. draft picks, overrated. Yeah. You know, they're just overrated. They like, are. I, I, well, you I, miss on a bunch and then all of a sudden you're... There's moved. seven rounds in, NFL, in the yeah. NHL, yeah. right? And on average, we talked about this before, on yeah. average, you'll say like a shittier team will have about 10 picks a year. Yeah. And how many of those guys are going to have... Who are actually going to turn out? Really, you, you draft yourself. You, you don't even get one a year that turns out. And now most teams do not get one mm-hmm. player per draft that actually plays and more the than like two hundred games. I would say, like on the good end, it's like what three? three? Yeah, if you get three actual players out of a draft, draft, you knocked it out. You knocked, you knocked it, out, it out, out of the park completely. I'd yeah. say if you want to get ahead of the curve as a general manager and a management team, undervalue your draft picks, trade them away, and focus on the college route and try to sign as many college guys as you can because it seems like a lot of those guys... Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least... Here, here's the debate, right? So college guys, they play a little bit longer, they're a little bit older, so and they have a little bit more of like a structure around them. Yeah. And they come out and maybe they can adjust a little bit better to what the NHL structure offers. Yeah. The argument against that, though, is that they don't play... that The NCAA isn't as competitive as, say, the WHL or the Q, QMJHL, right? So those, that's the give and take, but I, I, I'm i curious to know how many guys from the CHL get drafted every year. Hundreds. And, right, or sorry, not the CHL, like from the, from, let's say from the Q. Oh, lots. And story. actually end up having a decent career. Yeah. It just seems that like the free agent signings nowadays are almost as, uh, they turn out as well, just as well as draft picks. Almost, yeah. Right? The yeah. college signings are, yeah, or the young, like... Where you well, sign especially an early on. guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. I think early yeah. on they do because, like you said, they might be a little more seasoned. And sometimes you don't need a lot out of a guy. You might only mm. need two or three years and then you can move on. Yeah. Because that tends to happen too, right? Here's like, the way I look at any, any prospect. Whether it's college prospect, uh, CHL, from Russia, whatever. They all have raw, intangible, or tangible skills, right? Yeah. They're all, they have raw skills. They can all play hockey, yeah. Right? They all, exactly, they can all play hockey. And I, I think there's this idea that, like, unless you're a McDavid or Crosby or Tavares or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah, generational yeah. players. Special people, yeah. There's this idea that, like, your situation doesn't matter. That no matter where you're drafted, you'll either be successful or you won't be. Mm-hmm. But I think that the organization is more of a factor in these cases than not. Yeah. Like, I mean, how does a guy like, off the top of my head, like Thomas Hickey was drafted, what, fourth overall by the Kings? Yeah. And he turned into a third-pairing defenseman. Yeah. So at some point, something didn't translate. Yeah. Right? Gilbert Brule, somebody like, right? he yeah. was a top ten pick, wasn't he? Yep. Yes. Right? Like, top he was five, th- wasn't he? Was he, like, not three? Yeah, he something was very like high. Thomas or very four? high pick. Something right along the so line. So something, along the, something al- along the line, like, that skill and the, and the confidence or whatever don't match up. But to me... If you were a prospect, because what is it, 1% of p- players at that age end up getting drafted or playing in the NHL? Yeah. You were in such a small class of people mm-hmm. that you have that skill that if you have the right system around you, the right people around you, you should be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think it should matter on draft pedigree at all. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a problem, though. It's become... 
some teams are better at it than others. Yes. And, well, I mean, look at, and look at again, Detroit. Look at Detroit. You know, look some at, teams are better at it than others, for ball. sure. Or even, no, and like another one I would think as an example, even though you know he was in Detroit, is like Tampa. Look Ooh. at Tampa now. Mm-hmm. And you look well, at Tampa Bay, that is where all... Where did the GM come from? But like, right, but it's all homegrown dudes. And you're like... Even like the, I know the World Juniors doesn't always tell you anything, but they have four prospects on Team Canada. Yep. Tampa Bay. They didn't get all those in the first round, right? Yeah. Like you didn't just like. But that's. Pull. I mean, not saying they're all going to be, but that's still no, quite that's impressive. Smart drafting. To have like you know your showcase for junior players, mm-hmm. and you have four of them on arguably the best team. Well, in the tournament. what they do is when they draft. See, there's the two ways to go about it. Really, drafting as far as I know, there's you pick the best player available when you have your pick, yeah. or you draft for need. Smart teams draft for need. Period. You pick the best player available when you have a very high pick. Beyond Top that, three. you have to draft for need, in yeah. my opinion. No, for sure. And that's what good teams do. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, you know what? We're looking for something very specific. You know, maybe we're looking for a big defenseman. We're looking for a big guy. So he's yeah. got to be this size, mm-hmm. but he needs to be able to skate. So that disqualifies this guy. You know, things like that, right? And they yeah. whittle down their what list until they the find guy, those raw skills. Yeah. What happens if the guy you want gets drafted like two spots ahead, though? Well, like, you got contingencies. The then, you, then you're yeah. drafting for the other position you need. Then you say, okay, sure. this year we mm-hmm. don't get our big defenseman. Maybe this year we get our third-line mucker. I don't know. In my opinion, every year you should draft a goalie, yeah. a big center, yeah. Yeah. and a defenseman. Yep. You have yeah. seven rounds. Find it. Three out of those seven should be focused on those positions. Three positions. Yeah. Wingers. We I, built I, I said the, it before. You wingers build it like a T. Wingers down a T, come right? and go, man. They go down wing. the middle. D goalie. And, and, and fill with wingers because wingers. And are the centers easiest. can move to wing if they want. Exactly. To, right? and, and wingers are just the easiest. Like right wing is a little bit more difficult to find. Sure. Just like a right D, yeah. just because of yeah. the shot thing. It's weird. But you can fill wingers. You can. I don't Unless care. they're European, because they all yeah. seem. But like you think about think about like Sidney Crosby, like. Jake Ensel, that was a college free agent, and Brandon Russ, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. also was. Yeah. That could be a thing, and they both played on his line and lit it up. So it works. you can fill like wings. So I agree that like definitely focus center D goalie and goalie you should for sure because goalies come out of nowhere and there's only two positions on every team. Exactly. And always like, draft a goalie. Yeah, because draft two. Yeah. in fact, right? Like even if you don't have places for all of them, it's like man, you'll I don't find know. it. You can. The find thing is one. too with goalies is nobody expects them to play after you draft them. Nobody expects them to play for three right or four years. No, I know. Yeah. So like. You, if you're going to be trading for, um, again, great visual for a podcast, but yeah. I'm qu- air quoting. If you're going to tr- uh, trade for futures, right? You know, yeah. they say like, oh, they're going to trade an established player for prospects and picks. If you're going to get those picks, m- get later picks and use them on a goaltending, pro- like a raw yeah, goaltending Yeah, because they prospect. always get drafted late. Dry, bo- like draft some string bean who's 6'4", <laughs> yeah. get him to fill out, Yeah. play the shit, play the shit of him in... His last couple years in junior, yeah, ECHL, AHL, when he's yeah. 23, you know, just like build from those raw skills. And, and again, like I see these articles where it's like, should the Oilers trade their first round pick this year? Like, yes, of yeah. course they should. We've yeah. had how many first round picks over the last 10 years that matter. have been the top 10? Like, yeah. Just at some point, you have to trade one. Yeah, at some point, you have to trade one. You have to, you have to stop overvaluing. You have to take yeah. some sort of fucking risk, yeah. right? Like... At this point, I would trade a first-round pick for Alexander Radulov. Like, yeah. the guy shoots the puck and he yeah, gets... Why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you... Well, so, we you, talk about this all the time. Sorry, Adam. But go like, ahead. Go about, ahead. Yeah. Would you rather have a guy who actually knows how to play in the NHL, whether he's like, okay, he's a tweener between like a second, first, second yeah. and first line, or take a flyer on some kid at 11th overall yeah. that might never play in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, the odds are great that, like, Radulov is a fine example. If you trade a first-rounder for Radulov, the odds are very... Pardon me. Odds are very good that that player will never be as good as him. 
right. whoever you would have drafted in that yeah. place. So like, why would you not? Or even we were talking about Hoffman, like thirty some goals. Yeah, like, that's hard to score in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Like those those are so valuable that yeah. like if you have the chance by just you know not just but giving up a first round pick, but if it's that's all you're giving up. So let's say the Oilers you are the Oilers now. Miss, okay, wait. Where, See, I just where are the Oilers right now? The overall standings. I don't understand how these draft picks got so overvalued. I wonder if it's like there have been some generational talents. I think it is because then... because <clears throat> I think they became over like overvalued in a sense because teams that weren't very good had to build through the draft because nobody was coming to play for them yeah. for free agents. So yeah. I think it it really shifted the narrative that like, but then and then the best teams were supplementing with guys that they were drafting. But that goes back to the point where you just some people are better at it than others. Yeah, you just have personnel that are better sure. at identifying players and stuff. So it's kind of an unfair system because just like in anything, there's people that are good at it, and there's yeah. people that are shitty at yeah. it, right? Like, and so unless you have one of those better guys, you know, I don't know. And so I think that's where it came so from. So here's so here so here. Um, here's a prime example. <clears throat> right now, if the season ran right now, the Oilers would have the eighth overall pick, Damn. right? Now, do you, yeah, and by the end of the year, they're not. Mm-hmm. No. But say like right but now, yeah. like let's, right now. let's say for right now, yeah. eighth overall pick. Okay. Even then, if you were to trade that first round pick for a guy like Brandon Gallagher, who you just said scored his 15th goal of the year, halfway through the year, on pace yeah. for 30 goals, he'd be leading our for team the next in goals th- for the next three goals. years. Yeah. Or. Take a flyer. I don't even know who the prospects are this year, but whoever is yeah. eighth overall projected, yeah. like, for, and who's not even going to play for you for the next three years, like, yeah. you are in a spot as the Oilers right now where you yeah. need that guy who can step in right now. Yeah. And then I'm saying Hoffman or Gallagher, whoever has to come in and score 30 goals, no. but it has to be productive. Yeah. And you can't take a guy because. Come on, you're not taking a guy eighth overall who's going to play. Well, well they where tried. Did we, even, where did we draft Yamamoto? Yamamoto this year. Anyway. Yeah, where anyway. did we draft him last year? Yamamoto, twenty-three. Yeah, like. Unless really, unless you're in a top three forward class, yeah, you're not playing. No, and, I know. I know. Anyway, well, let's move on from this. But anything else you guys want to touch on before the Chicago game tomorrow? Uh, apparently, Kleppbaum's going to be okay. Apparently, he's first back. time everyone's back this year. Uh, well, supposedly, I heard he got a shot in his shoulder. He's feeling good, and he should be playing okay. tomorrow. Who would they sit out? Do you think Davidson? Davidson. Probably Davidson. He was rough, rough last night, rough. Yeah. which is. Which, which, which is sucks okay, cause he, but Because yeah. he's been really good like, since you know, I, I don't mean okay in that, great, let's have a guy play and be shitty, but the reason we have him is not to play every day. No, I know. So it's totally fine if he has a rough game and he sits one. He gets that. Mm-hmm. He understands yeah. that. He was barely playing in Montreal, wasn't he? Or not barely, but he was sitting games. No, he was. That's he was, what he, he was, he was sitting games, done, yeah. and so the same thing will happen here, and he knows that. So he's all right. Yeah. All right, that's it? Good? That's it. We're good? Okay, cool. Um, okay, well, let's go over week 16 a little bit. Yeah. Want to go over picks? Yeah. All right. Yeah. My streak came to an end. Great week. <laughs> Great week, guys. Honestly, though. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. So. High praise. Adam, 12. I'll You're take it. 12, man. I'll take it. Neil. Could have better. 10. Ah. Nick. 14, baby. Wow. And if you're wondering, yes, that ties a season high yeah. with you, Adam. Very nice. From week 12. Very nice. As I was going through these. 14 like, of 16. Look at these. My wow. heart was racing. We the, all Giants the Giants and the Cowboys. We all, we all picked the Giants and the Cowboys. Anyway. Both teams fucked us. Wow. The but Cowboys, yeah, they laid a stinker. Yeah. yeah. And then the Giants lost to the, the Cardinals. 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 21 nothing or something, right? Yeah, they got shut out. That's Blaine, right. man. It's for real. It's for um, real. Oh, I love how we got Jimmy G, though. So big yeah. ones. Yeah, so, well, Neil. Okay, so actually, this is funny. So you wanted to talk about last episode. You were like, how many times have you picked the Browns? Bills every week. Sure. How many? And I counted them up. I went through them. So, Neil, 
This entire season, how many times do you think you picked the Bills out of 16 weeks? Probably 10. 11. <laughs> 11 times you picked the Bills. Hey, well, they got eight wins. That's not bad. They got eight wins. That's a lot and of I bet you any, But I bet you any money, like, I got eight wins, but I didn't pick them all eight times. Yeah. How many yeah. times do you think you picked the Browns? I bet you 10 times. Seven times do you pick the Browns. So seven of my losses have yeah. been the Browns. Adam, how many times do you think you and I picked the Browns? I know I picked them a couple of times early on. I'm going to say four. You picked them once. Only once? In week two. That was it? I could have sworn I gave them more And I picked them twice. Wow. Okay. Um, we both learned our lesson after about five weeks. And we were like, nope, no more Browns No more picks. Browns. I and, then you, yeah. and then the other thing you asked yourself was, how many times did I pick against the Jags? So many times. How many do you think? Oh, probably like ten. Nine. Yeah. Nine <laughs> times you picked the And they they have ten wins. Yep. So, <laughs> so we can we can chalk by uh, Pickham's loss for the season down to picking the Browns seven times and picking against the Jags ten times. Yeah. I bet you the Jags only lost like two of those maybe. Yeah. So, but fifteen of my losses hammered on the Jags yep. and Absolutely. the Browns games, and yep. I would fifteen would probably put me really close to Adam. <laughs> well, how close would fifteen? Neil, you have one hundred and thirty. Adam has one hundred and sixty-three. So I'd be at one forty-five. Close eighteen back. Yeah. You'd be ahead of me. I'm yeah. at one forty-one right now. We're week seventeen. So, so you're one forty-one. So I clinched. You clinched. You, you clinched. Yeah. 20, oh yeah, 20. I clinched last. No, I, no, you you didn't officially clinch last week. That's right. But now you've officially clinched. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, get before we move into then. like nice. playoff scenarios and stuff like that, do you guys want to talk about the Bills catch or that was any <sighs> or Jimmy G building a legacy? Man, he's got five wins in a row. God, he looks. They good. were one in eleven. You're right, he looks good. You're damn right, he looks <laughs> in good. In so many ways, they were, one in, they were one in ten. Yeah, no, he's unreal. Or one in nine, and whatever they were. He's got no receivers. I know. <laughs> Who's his best receiver? Kittle or Marquise Goodwin? I oh mean. yeah, sorry, Marquise Goodwin, and then George Kittle, who sounds yeah, like if a you're character. receiver. You want to go to San Francisco? Now right? you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man, he looks. They are at five to ten. They oh, were, yeah. <laughs> they were one in ten when you showed up. Yeah, he's they won, won four, four in a row. Four in a row. Um, <laughs> so the other thing I want to bring up is, do you think that? Um, actually, no. We'll get into that after. Um, you know, it, is it about James Harrison? I know you're oh, probably no, James, feeling. The, no, the James Harrison thing. It's okay. We'll, 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 we can we can talk about that. Is that me? I have no idea. Yeah, anyway, Spooky. Sounds Black Mirror. Black Not Mirror. Me, no. James Harrison, as soon as they cut him, my initial thought was, going to the he's going to the Patriots. Yeah. That's what everyone does. That's what yeah. everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they tear up the scrap heap, man. Yeah. Like, was no, it, and he'll make one big was play it, for them somewhere along the Was it Edelman they got from the Bills, who was like a third string? Or is it Amendola they got from the Bills? No, it was Amendola they got from the Rams. Yeah, and yeah. They, I think it was Edelman they got from... No, Edelman they drafted. Okay. I know that. There yeah. was someone they got from the Bills yeah. who was like some like third round. But Edelman third, was third a quarterback in college. Or like and they, whatever. they converted him themselves. I wasn't I wasn't surprised. Now, I said to, we were talking about it before, Adam, but I don't mind that the guys on the team, like Pouncey and guys like that, are pissed off. Yeah. Because if there's a rematch in the AFC, and I say if because there's some things that could happen in the AFC that like kind of make me wonder whether it's actually gonna be a Steelers, Patriots. We talk about this all the time, but it ends up kind of regressing to the mean and things end up mm-hmm. sorting out the way they should quote unquote should but I don't know I think there's some things that could happen in the AFC playoffs that might not guarantee it but that being said should it be a rematch at Foxborough for the AFC title I, I want those guys to be pissed off at James Harrison I want them to like go for the jugular and have extra motivation to beat the Patriots but mm-hmm. am I pissed nah. nah the guy won me a fucking Super Bowl right like, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> one of the greatest plays of all time who so. cares I yeah. mean He's he's a Steelers legend. Yeah, 
Uh, nothing will change. Nothing sacred in the NFL. No, no. In any. I mean, Brett Favre played for the fucking Vikings, Vikings. their biggest rival. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. no. He, he's still a Steelers legend, and uh, nothing will change that. No. I mean, they can be as mad as they want. Sure, he was being a shitty teammate, but think about it. like the guy's thirty nine years old. He knew he wasn't going to be playing, so yeah, he was sleeping through meetings. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's been in the league longer than some. I guess like, maybe he, some of these guys have been alive. Almost. I guess he not thought actually, maybe when but, Shazier went down, he thought he'd get some more playing oh, time. That, that, that was the story is that they told him he would. Yeah, is Shazier was walking was, yet? No, Jesus, he's yeah, it's sad, man. Well, for your hey. career to end in such a foul swoop like that. Yeah, it looks like up. so. Like he's probably like. He's, oh no, he's never playing football again. They say. Oh, okay, but like, but he might walk again. Oh yeah, they say oh, he'll okay. walk, but like football. Football's like, he's out. Done. Yeah, he's that's messed up. Um, I guess last thing before we move on to week seventeen, Adam, I talked about this a little bit off mic before. Todd Gurley, MVP, Neil. Oh man, he's I know so how close. you feel. I know no, how you feel no, about so I, the so running close. back thing. No, so close because then he. I read a pretty good article today about like what what's working against him. Not that he shouldn't be in the conversation, and they just kind of showed the the full stats. Which is. Which is like the touchdowns are absurd normally, or like, and the year Peterson won is probably the best uh, comparison you can give, and like really the only stats that totally has better is that is Sean Alexander, but Sean Alexander also had twenty seven touchdowns, and Todd Gurley's leading the league this year with only 14, nineteen, yeah, or 19. nineteen total, and so or fourteen rushing, yeah, touchdowns, so like because you look at LT's year when he won it, it's just obnoxious. But here's my more question. total yards, yeah. and then thirty one touchdowns. Okay, so then it's like. He's going to finish with more rushing yards. Which is a yards. record, right? Yeah. Well, that's a record that will be very difficult to break. No, no, one touchdowns. no running but Every team runs Even four running receiver. backs now. Yeah, I know exactly. You'd have to just like pound it in. Yeah, you can't. Um, here's my question. Though. Yeah, I think if he hold had on, done it for here's, here's a my question. more. It's not necessarily about the uh, sheer dominance yeah. like that. Yeah. It's who wins if he doesn't. Because, yeah, no, 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 here's the thing. Here, yeah. and here, I'll frame it in a different way. Mm-hmm. If you had two guys who were having unreal years, a quarterback and a running back, I would agree. That running back has to be setting records, doing shit that like has never been seen before, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You know, breaking Tomlinson's record, a- AP single season or c- single game record, whatever. And then you have a qu- this quarterback who's throwing like all time touchdowns, passing yards, and yeah. stuff like that. We're talking about Tom Brady, who is probably the the, the next That's guy who up. it is. It's like it's Brady. But but it. but Brady's not setting the league on fire. He's played no. some of the worst games. No, in his and, and yes. just, no, and I think that's why Gurley's actually in the discussion, despite the fact well, that his that, stats and that doesn't matter. Though. They aren't matching up though. But the, but you're asking it, you you don't compare from season to season. You no, don't I, compare the MVP from. Okay, you know what? In yeah. years to come, you can say, "Oh wow, that was a down." Yeah. Like man, we have a fucking kicker who won the MVP. No, I'm just the only reason I'm the only reason I'm just mentioning it is because it is rare. Like, no, it I get it. Happen very often. I right? get it. But yeah. it, but that should so, work. No, I know. Him. I know. And History, unfortunately, I think it will. But that's sure, what I'm though. saying. Like, See, I, but I don't know how. Like I don't know how yeah. it could because there's all the best players this year have been hurt. Mm-hmm. Like all of them. No, I know. I'm not. So, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. Like if you just go sort of on the no, trend. It's like I if know, you want to talk about but, like. Yeah. But if you looked at trends, sort of cut you off no. there. But if you looked at trends from those years, I bet you wouldn't see that every fucking exciting player got hurt. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So, like, well, it's, it's, because, it's a unique season yeah. in that. And we talked about this I, last, yeah. last week. Like, had Rogers stayed healthy. Fuck, had even Antonio Brown stayed healthy. Had all these had guys Deshaun stayed, Watson yeah. stayed healthy. Had Wentz stayed healthy. Way healthy. different conversation. Yeah. Right. Way different conversation. Maybe even J.J. D- Watt for all we sure. know. Who knows? But we're down to in a conversation between Brady, who's 40 years old, who's been good, but hasn't been great. He has not been great. He's got the By best his quarterback stats. No. They're not great. Yeah. The only reason, and I am fine if, and they'll never say this, but if you were to me like, you know what? 
We want to give it to Brady. He's only ever won two. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning has four. We want to give Brady one more. All to, like a like an all time achievement award. That's fine with me. That mm-hmm. is totally fine with me. Like if you'd be like, you know what? Yeah. Give Brady one more. But when I, you you we talked about this before we went on air, man, or on air before we start taping <laughs> that. Todd Gurley, not that fantasy football matters, but how many like <laughs> fantasy teams he won champions for this year? Like yeah. he has been that dominant in games. Well, the last like, couple man, weeks, yeah. What, 186 all-purpose yards last week? Yeah, well, yeah. this past week he was close to 300. Right, like but, so. No, like, no, no. He, he, had, he had two weeks, before. and that's what it was. He vaulted and himself, and then he vaulted Brady, himself in because he had like. Yeah, over 500 yards in two weeks. Yeah, and then we exactly, watched Brady right. get without those two weeks. Are you five times by the, the Dolphins? MVP, right? like, he got four touchdowns in that two. He had six touchdowns in two games. So all of a sudden, with over 500 yards. Yeah, exactly. So then all of a sudden, his totals yeah. are way better. And than so they without were yeah, without those last two games, yeah, certainly he's, he's not, not in the mix. Right? No, if he if he didn't do that, yeah. he'd be Brady walking away with so, it for sure. Yeah. And now my question is though, all those years we we talk about, how many have been won in the last three weeks of the season? Yeah, that's a good point. Lots, probably, for sure. That's no, probably most of them. That's yeah. how it happens. Probably no, most no. of them. Yeah, no, and, and, I, and I, I give credit say. to him. Like, he definitely all of a sudden changed the conversation. You're like, oh, maybe yeah. it can be him. But, yeah, I just... Because it is so rare for running backs, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's just... It's going to be an uphill climb. I don't him. think that matters. No, I think the... I don't think it should matter. No, I don't think it should. I think it will, unfortunately. Well, I would say most years it would, but this year, since there's basically, like, two yeah. guys who can win it... No, I know. It doesn't. That matter. being said, I bet Brady wins it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Week 17 picks, boys. Fair or not. Everything everything is all out of whack. Who knows who's starting? Yeah. Who knows what's going on? Teams are clinched, whatever. Let's quickly go over playoff scenarios, okay? Okay. In the AFC, Titans are in, unfortunately. No, no. Yeah. No, 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 hold on. Titans are in, unfortunately, as of right now. Oh, Okay. Yeah. They beat the Jags, they're in. They yes. win, they're in. Yes. Or, if Chargers. they lose the Jags, the Chargers and the Bills Those both have to lose. Yes. Okay? Chargers, <laughs> excuse me. Char- <laughs> Chargers get in if they beat the Raiders. Yeah. And the Titans lose, and for whatever reason the Ravens win. I don't know how that works, but the Ravens—if the Ravens win, and the okay. Titans—anyway, that's how the Chargers get in. The Bills, Neil, your team—they need the most, the help. longest shot. They need both teams. They got to beat the Dolphins and have the Ravens lose, or they beat the Dolphins and Titans and Bills both lose. Titans and Chargers, rather. Titans, sorry, Titans Chargers. and Chargers. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they, they get in if they if they win in t- Tennessee and. Uh, LA loses. Yeah, yeah. And then they would get. I it just laid it out. You don't need to repeat. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. NFC, Falcons and Seahawks. Very simple. You win and you're in, unless it's a tie and both teams win. Falcons get in because they have the tiebreaker. Yes. If it's a tie, that would be terrible. Yeah. That would be. The so well, no, fuck that. Yeah, I don't so, want Seattle in there, man. So Seattle needs Atlanta to lose. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Win, you're in. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, but did they play each other? No. No. No, it's all divisional this week. Yeah. It's all divisional. Seattle so. gets Cardinals. Okay, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, Packers at Lions. Lions favor by six and a half. That's fair. Give Aaron Rodgers shut down for the Detroit year. Detroit was six and a half. Give it, yeah, give it to him, man. Hundley, Hundley, Bo Bundley. We'll go. We'll go quickly through these. Let's just. It's week seventeen. We'll just. Okay, I'm just going. I'm, I'm drive for one seventy five though. I'm going Lions. All right, Texans, Colts, Adam. God, that's nasty. I'm gonna. Colts get... are favored five and a half. I can believe in Jacoby. I'm going Colts. Uh, I'm going to go Texans. DeAndre, DeAndre Hawkins. He'll do something. You're going Colts, Neil? Yeah. Okay. Bears. Is he questionable? Okay, I'm Colts. I'm Colts. <laughs> if he's questionable, if, okay. if he's not in, they're not doing okay. shit. Don't start him. What's the point? Bears, right. Vikings. Vikings 11 and a half. 
Trubisky time. Give it to the Vikings. <laughs> I'm going Vikes still. Yeah. Even with their yeah, second Vikes. unit, their second unit D could probably still shut down that fucking oh, God. offense without a doubt. And they barely got past the Browns, but yeah. ah, so did the Steelers in Week One. So, yeah. Jets at Patriots. Guess the line, Adam. 12? 15 and a half. Oh, baby. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. I'm going Jets because I want the Jets to win. So Steelers clinch home field. Because like this is my theory. So the reason why Ben is starting this game, the Steelers game, both games start at 11 a.m. Mm. If they, they, they're going to they're gonna start their first unit, if by like half the Patriots are just dis, dismantling the Jets, they'll start the second unit in the second half. Because if the Steelers win, the Patriots lose, Steelers get first seed in the yeah. AFC, right? So they're gonna they're gonna judge it on that. They're playing at the same time. They're gonna be scoreboard watching. Hmm. That's why he's starting. Anyway, so I'm going Jets, hoping there's a bit of an upset. Yeah, Patriots win. Patriots. Yeah, of course they win. But what the hell? I'm I'm out. Why not? I'm out with with the picks this year. All right, Washington against New York Giants. Washington favored by three. I'm going Washington. What an awful game. I'm going Washington because I want my quarterback next year to finish the year on a high note. Okay. That's my quarterback next no, year. No, you... And he is no. going to finish the year on a high Man, note Washington. That's going to be a very interesting... Uh, yeah. You know what? For the first time ever, there's like an actual debate whether like what team is a better franchise to go to right now. Yeah. Got a good defense there in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Man, oh, great, weather. Jimmy great weather. Great weather. Yeah, Jimmy G roasted. God, he was good. That was. That Are you was going shit. Washington? Uh, I'm going Washington. Yeah. Um, Cowboys at Eagles. Cowboys favored by three. Yeah, which is Eagles are in trouble, dude. Full sucks. Ah, yeah. oh, damn it! I thought he I'll was go good. I'll go with the boys. I'll go. With the yeah, boys. I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles. Though, I'll go yeah. boys. Foles is fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Are you sure they barely beat it? An he's Oakland fine. team that was. He's fine. Not ready. He's okay. He'll get it together. All right, Brown Steelers. Steelers favored by seven. Teen? No, just no, seven. Just seven. Oh, okay. You're sitting a lot of guys. <laughs> uh, Ben's, fair Ben's starting though. Yeah, Steelers. Come on. You cannot be the one team that loses to them this I'm year. I'm taking the Browns. Of course you are. I have Man, to. Mike Tomlin would. Let's allow. make that eight. <laughs> eight. Eight losses on the year. Eh. It's okay. Panthers at Falcons. Very important game. Falcons need this. Falcons at home. Favored by four. I bet they lose. I have no faith in the Falcons I'm anymore. picking the Panthers. They've been doing their thing lately. I have no faith in the Falcons. For most Falcons. Carolina, yes, they can still win the division. Okay. If the Saints lose. Yes. If they win, yeah, if they win Saints the Saints lose, team. yeah. Saints are playing the Bucks, so good luck. Yeah. Who are you going with, Neil? Uh, I'll go with Carolina. Okay. Did we all? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. I have no faith. I want to believe in the Falcons. I have no faith, though. Hmm. Ravens at or Bengals at Ravens. Ravens by nine and a half. Ravens are basically in. Yeah, I'm gonna actually go Bengals. I'm gonna go Ravens because they want to go. Ravens, out. yeah. Yeah, they want to go on a high note. They have to win. Yeah, they still. they want to clinch it. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. You, are, you don't even have to ask me who's for the next. Okay. Neil, your Bills. I'm taking the, the Bills. Oh, okay. Of course I am. They're gonna try make and that it. twelve yeah. on the year. They're gonna have to break it. Twelve for the Bills. No, it's gonna be upset. It's, you're going Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Smoking Jays. Smoking Jays Jay was the upset. Smoking Jays last stand. Are we in the yeah. Twilight? I love it. Adam's I love it, Neil. Adam, or, or I love it, Adam. Yeah, Adam's taking Smoking Jays. I don't Jay. like him. I don't though? like him, but Smoking Jay with the upset. Yeah, I love it. I do like Tyrod Taylor. And I, you know what? I hope he does. He throws a last-minute uh, touchdown to seal it. Takes the helmet off, lights up a cigarette, and walks just off. Just walks the field. off, just towels. Oh, on the you're smoking Jay's oh, last stand. Man. All right, Saints at Bucks. Saints favor by six and a half. They need this. I'm taking well, the Saints. See it, say it every week. The Saints are going to eat that W. <laughs> <laughs> Saints. 
Yeah, Saints want to keep I'm him. so glad you finally come to my side on James Winston. Not it's for not, the same it's reasons. Not, that not for the same reasons, but I'm glad that you yeah. hate him just as much. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Breeze is eating the W. Everybody, everybody's all going to get a chance to I'm just putting Saints down for you, Neil. Yeah. Jags at Titans. Titans need this. Titans favored by three. That's goofy. Jags are not taking this one off. They are going to get them. The Jags, I hope they just crush them. They are not taking the week off. I do off. not want the Titans in the playoffs. Doug Marone said, we're taking it week by week. That's the next game they're looking at. They're not thinking about playoffs right now. They want to go out on a high note. For you. Yep. Plus, they lost last week, the Jags, yeah. and they don't want to go in that way. Chiefs at Broncos. Broncos favored by three and a half at home. I'm taking the heist, man. He's at home. <laughs> Chiefs don't need it. They're they long, really they're, they're don't. Solid I know. For it. You know what? I'll take Broncos too. But that'll be just a hideous game. Oh, hideous. Terrible. It's a it's a rivalry. I'll take game. Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, he's starting. Yeah, that's right. He is starting. Could be interesting. All right. This oh, game breaks I'm my heart. Jimmy G. This game breaks Jimmy my heart. Jimmy G. Jimmy G at the LA Rams. They're sitting all around. Handsome all. Jimmy G. The 49ers favored by three and a half. Give it to Jimmy, man. Just give it to Jimmy, God man. God won't lose Jimmy. a game this year. God. He, well, he hasn't, won, he hasn't lost a game ever yet. Yeah, oh, fair enough. But he yeah, he won't, this year overall. won't be. 6-0 and to start his career. Wow. God, he's handsome. All right, Raiders at Chargers. Chargers need this. Eight and a half. Yeah. Down to eight. Or eight. Chargers. Sorry, eight. Chargers, yeah, Chargers eight. are going to win, but I don't know if it'll. Chargers. I don't. Well, here's the thing. I think the Titans are going to lose, and if the Chargers win, that is a big step for them. So. I want the. Ch- oh yeah, because you're right. Yeah. They're playing in the morning. Oh no, they play in the afternoon too. Yeah. Jags and Titans. Oh, so afternoon. they won't know. Yeah, they won't know. Yeah, they moved everyone to play at the same time. Yeah. yeah. No night game, which is perfect for Week 17. Yeah. Yeah. Get uh, it the hell Neil, over with. Who are you going with? For. Chargers Raiders. Oh, Chargers. Okay. I guess they got to go Chargers too. I mean, I, hey, man, if they win, and you know, they can get in. So. Part of me thinks that they're going to lose, but I want them. It to would be sleep. great for them to get in after starting zero and four. Absolutely. Oh, it'd yeah. be Last time you do it, them ninety three Chargers. Yeah. Cardinals at Seahawks. Seahawks need this nine and a half. I'm going Cardinals. Oh, oh I'm definitely Go going Blaine Gabbert. I listen. I you know I'm over being mad at Blaine Gabbert now. It's been years, but uh, I still gotta go with the Seahawks. I go Seahawks. Yeah. Took me a long time to get over it though. Yo, of Blaine. course, when Seahawks need. I hate them. Huge They're your fan. team, man. Huge oh, fan. I hate the Seahawks. Thoughts. Tremendous team. I hate them. Huge. Just so much. beautiful. Just no. gorgeous. Some okay. great well, people great, on that team. One of the greatest gifs on the internet has got to be uh, Pete Ki- GIF. Pete or GIF is Pete Carroll. Strutting on the sideline yeah. as the Mad Hatter. Yeah, like, love it. It's fucking. He's oh, just got yeah. a big ass smirk on his face, yeah. and you're like, "That's a perfect, perfect it's, it's little video." Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But anyway, because he is he's just as arrogant. I don't know. He's just perfect. Oh, he's got a real swag oh, going yeah. on that. For one. like how old he is. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a silver fox. He can swag all he wants. All right. Yeah. So based on this, oh man. So by virtue, oh no. So it doesn't matter because I have the Falcons losing and the Seahawks losing. So yeah. once you have a tie, I have the Falcons in the playoffs. Yeah. You guys have the Seahawks in the playoffs. I do. But Russell Wilson is not winning MVP. I was wrong. No, he I was wrong. That. He was close, but what he, if he, he had a tough back? What if he puts up a huge no chance. No, no, no chance. chance. Come on. No. Seven touchdowns. <laughs> 540 so you guys have the Seahawks yards. in the NFC. Yeah. Based on this. I have the Bills in. Nope. Yes. Nine. So wait, Titans? Where are the Titans? No, I have the Chargers in. We all have the Titans losing. We all have the Chargers in. So we, we all have the Chargers in. Yeah. Because they would have the tiebreaker over the Bills. Yeah. yeah. And because we have the Ravens winning, which I don't know how the Ravens No, it doesn't really... Hey, I got the Bengals If the Ravens win, and then, then it just comes down to those three tiebreakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's if the Ravens lose and two of them win or something, there can be like a weird... Then it gets a little wonky. 
That's why they haven't quite clinched. But right. if the Ravens win, it doesn't matter. It just comes down yeah. to those three. Yeah. So if I'm yeah. Anyway. So wait, but how do the so the Ravens the scenario for them to get knocked out is wild and won't. It's happen. wild. It's like it is like a crazy because they have to lose. Yeah, yeah. It's I a, think just I a think, series. I think it is like if they lose and then the all the other ones lose and then the Bills win or something, they can like Bills can hop them. Just based on it's like a weird thing. I think yeah. that's well, what it well, is. it won't happen. Yeah, exactly. That's Maybe why they, your head's hurting. But that's why the Ravens have it. to play. They have to play Cincinnati because they're they haven't clinched even though they have. A, I think I, I hope yeah. they lose. I'll, I'll probably be wrong on that one, but it would be nice. Yeah, It'd all be right, enjoyable. Adam, does that conclude the sports? That concludes the sports segment of this yeah. very special. All right. Well, uh, see you special hall episode. <laughs> Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Happy New Year, folks. I've got to get out of the habit of saying Merry Christmas. No, it's a happy Christmas, too. It's a happy Christmas. And you know what, Neil? Slide on over to Adam's spot. Oh, baby. Oh, okay. Are you ready for it? Thank you for joining us for the uh, this is like a, second This half. is our first little attempt at a sort of like special show yeah. together. Anyway. It'll be great. I know you and Adam have done one, but... Uh-huh. This is a for which was also based around Taylor Swift. There actually. you go. This is a first for us, so I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited to do more of these. I'm, oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this, we're not we just sports here, folks. No, we're not. We are sports and culture. Multi- we're multifaceted, as people. it says on yeah. our on our page. Yes. So thank you for joining us for the second half of this episode. Uh, this episode, this second half is brought to you by. Uh, what is it brought to you? Perfection. By? Per- oh wow. Brought to you by perfection. Mm. If you're looking for perfection, oh god, I was gonna say more like brought to, like you know, brought to us by like polarizing. Okay, interesting. She's a polarizing figure. All right. (laughs) She's not quite perfect. Oh. I'm hurting Nick's feelings. But she is fearless. (laughs) Yes. Well, she does like to jump and then fall. (laughs) All right. So here, the second half of of this episode, where we break down. Neil is joined to me to my right in yes. Adam's spot. That's right. It's weird. Being never seen him so close. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Everything's. I'm all looking cool. right at it. That Jum- light is blinding me. Jum- jumbled up. Yeah. Jumbled up. I know that light. I yeah, got two light lights. Just yeah, there's, light. there's so many lights on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in honor of Taylor Swift's 28 years on this earth. When was it, Nick? 13th of December was Taylor Swift's. The 13th of December sorry. was Taylor Swift's 28th birthday. Okay. Born in 1989. Oh, look at it. Has oh no, it's not on my calendar. Just kidding. It was probably on yours. 1989, great year, Neil. Lots of great people born in 1989. Oh, that's right. Yep. So she's only... Including your host. So she is only pretty much a month older than me. That's not that much, actually. Me and Taylor. You stay away. (laughs) Back up. up. Okay. She's your 1989 girl. So here we go. We're going to do the top 28 Taylor Swift tracks ever. Start from 28, I hope. Now, I want you to know that I based mine on... There's a couple things here I based mine on, my okay. list on. Popularity was a big one, okay. right? Like, so um, we're, yeah. we're talking about songs that are obviously like, they're not necessarily all singles because she doesn't have 28 singles. But no. Popular songs. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a couple deep cuts maybe, but for the most part, popularity. Yeah. Preference obviously comes into it. My list, yeah. I'm going to be entirely based, not entirely, but mostly biased on this list. Me too. Oh, big time. My number one. People are going to be like, huh? Woo! For right. sure. Can't wait. Can't for wait. For sure. Um... We shared a little bit of list stuff earlier, but for the mm-hmm. most part, we don't know what's coming up, which is also a thing. And craftsmanship, anyway, comes yeah. into it too. It's for sure, something so, that resonates with more than just yourself. Absolutely, something that could be. And a big thing for me is no collaborations. 
Ooh, I have one. I, I also do too, because I broke my rule for one man, and that is Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay. Ed Sheeran. That's on the new album. Okay. Ed okay. Sheeran. No. Yeah. Wow, you don't. Okay. okay. Interesting. Well, yeah. Anyway, Ed Sheeran. He oh, gets, no, it's not. He oh. gets a pass because uh, they are they are he she friend zoned him so many years ago. <laughs> Much so like most she friend most, zones every guy. So yeah. so most lists will start at number one, number twenty eight. We gotta start. At we're gonna start fourteen. We're gonna start right in the middle. Right in the I'm middle. Gonna, I'm gonna going, tell you. We're going fourteen to twenty. No, no. We're gonna, uh, let's go number fifteen, and then we'll go to twenty eight and go back up. We'll start in the middle. Just to change it up a bit. Just to change it up a bit. My number 15 is I Knew You Were Trouble. Ooh, okay. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. So shame on me now. Blew me to places I've never been. Till you put... Uh, mine is mean. Interesting. Okay. Also... Because all you are is mean. I'm glad you brought up mean. So here's the thing about that. There's a, there's a, there's a handful of songs that didn't quite make my cut. That is one of them? That is one of them. They were right there. There's also a couple reasons why some songs didn't make my cut. I feel like some haven't aged well. Yeah. I feel like Mean is a song, <laughs> for example, that like she talks about, like you say, yeah. that sing well, all you are is mean, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be big one day, all this kind of stuff. And she, yeah, she ended up being huge. Yeah. Um, another one, a big one for me that didn't make the list because of that, that hasn't aged well, is You Belong With Me. Okay, and I do not have you belong. Okay, because, and the reason why for that one is because she has a line, a couple lines in it. She talks about, um, you know, I'm in the bleachers, she's the cheer captain. Yeah. I'm wearing sneakers, sure. she's wearing high heels, all that kind of stuff. I know I'm reversing the lines. She wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts, she's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. Don't get at me. Yeah. Taylor verse, but... There's just something about that song where I listen to him like, oh, Taylor, you are so not the girl in the bleachers. You're yeah. definitely the cheer captain. Like This is right. Yeah. So that, that anyway. Okay. So that's number 14. Quick. Let's go down to 28. Number 28. Ready? Yeah. Oh, actually, before we do that, the, so the, the album breakdown, let's talk about the album breakdown. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I didn't get to, I didn't get to quite be able okay, to Okay. So quick. for myself, so I went through how many songs I what, have. Do you know what Mean is from? I do. Speak now. That is speak now. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go SN. Yeah, that's exactly you... exactly what I did. Okay, I'm gonna do it while you do it. Okay, so so, so basically, okay, I guess I gotta go slow a little bit. Well, I'm gonna vamp a bit. Um, so break it down. Each song from how many I have from each album. Yeah. So obviously, Red comes in on top. Yeah, and and I think be disclaimer before we even like do mine, Red is 100. percent I have the most of them. Oh yeah, I have nine. Not even, no question. I have nine. I bet you I'd be Red. very close to that. Nine. We'll do a breakdown right at the end of mine, but yeah. Nine tracks from Red. Okay. Um, I have five from 1989, and then tied with four each are her debut album, Taylor Swift, okay. and Speak Now. Both have four, and then Fearless and Reputation actually both have three. Ooh. Okay. Which is going to be very controversial that I have three reputations. Yes, because I only have one. Now, out of in those, fairness, I only listened to the album one time, and I even broke it down even more. And one still made my list. Out of my top ten, which I was shocked by, even when I broke this down, Fearless. I have three songs from Fearless. <laughs> All three are in my top ten. Wow! All three okay. tracks from Fearless are in my top ten. Okay, okay. I have two from her debut album in the top ten. I have yeah. two from Speak Now, two from Red. One from 1989. That being said, out of my top five, two out of the top five are both from Red. All, all okay. or three from other albums. Ooh, baby, I'm not sure. Okay, one wait. from Fearless, one from Taylor Swift, one from 1989. I'll have to figure it out later. But okay. 
Yeah. Once again, at, the end, at the end, we'll figure mine out and we'll be like, we'll see how we'll do our comparison. So of once again, to recap, because I know everyone's on the edge of their seats mm-hmm. as we move up this list, I have five songs. Whoop. In my top, out of, sorry, out of my top five, two were from Red, one from Fearless, one from Taylor Swift, one from 1989. Out of my top ten, I have three songs overall from that album, Fearless, and all three are my top ten. Okay. And you will find out which ones those are. All right, Neil, number 28, what do you have? I Knew You Were Trouble. Interesting. So you had it Love at 15. It. I also have a song from Red at 28. We Are Never Getting Back, back Together. together. Oh, okay, so I have it on my list for later, right? All right, so interesting. So the reason why is I really like that song. I don't think it's a great song, though. No. I actually, but I really enjoy it. But it's it. catchy as shit. I really enjoy it. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think I knew you were trouble. Like, that was one of the ones I had to put on there because I was like, it is jokes. Like, it's great. I have, a, I have a bit of a, yeah. like a confession here that we are never, never getting back together. It's one of the songs that off of Red that really... Re- First resonated with me and yeah. actually really started this infatuation that has consumed. Well, and, before we were talking, and taken over my life like a beautiful. Yeah, we were talking before we came, cancer. Before we did this, and we said that red is gonna be on here a mm-hmm. lot. We said hands down, red is Beth Taylor Swift's best. And why is that? Why is that? Why do you think? For in your opinion, why is that the reason? I think because what well, this was at the height of Taylor Swift's probably 2012. Yeah, that's probably like when Taylor Swift really made the transition between like country and pop. And that's just it. Yeah, that's exactly it. It is her perfect cross section of country and pop, it reaching is. a that it's a the that friction point where a song like "I Knew You Were Trouble" yeah could be played either on Kissin' Country yeah country station here in in Edmonton, in Edmonton or on three point nine right or on uh, on the Bounce or yeah. Virgin Radio or something like that right. That was her last album where we really had that crossover. Yeah. Right, so, based on quick math, mm-hmm. I have nine. Or I have eight from Red. I have nine. I beat you. You beat me. Loser. Loser. From what I can tell. I had nine. I will say the album from Red. The one I took off was Treacherous. I almost had it on my list. Do you Ooh, have wow. it on your list? We are... Okay, well, you actually don't tell me, but anyway. This is going to get... This is going to get... I, I actually took Treacherous off before I knew you were trouble, so I replaced the red song with a red song. Interesting. Okay, number 27. This is why we can't have nice things. Interesting. I thought about from, that song. From her new album. Every... And there's... I believe that's the title of it. I just said this is, is why. Yeah, this yeah. is why we can't have nice, nice things. things. Yeah. I... There's parts of it I really enjoy. Okay. There's parts of it I cannot stand. Oh, okay. I hate the ending part where she's where she sort of talks about like, here's forgiveness for my or this one's to my mom, this one's to my oh, yeah. fans. Not, this one's to you because let's. Oh, I know. Yeah. There's, there's some cheesy shit in there. Okay. But interesting enough, interestingly enough, 27 for me is also from Reputation. Okay. Call it what you want. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. just that song. Just it is mellow. It it it. Most of Reputation is based on this like aggression, this yeah. this this anger, this lashing out at everybody. Yeah. That song, really, 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 kind of pulls it back and just. Brings everyone down to brings the brings the listener down to a level where she's just like, listen, I know all these things happened. I know I've done some some not some great things. Yeah. I call it what you want. 
you know, I, I've got my baby by my side. Yeah, yeah. My babies fly like a jet stream high above the whole scene. Loves me like I'm brand new. This is like the mellow part of the album. Okay. Number 27. Or we just did 27. Oh, sorry. 26. Number 26. I have the best day. Interesting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Talk I like about the, it. I like the family dynamic of the oh, best day. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, it feels like a very personal song. And oh. for whatever reason, I kind of like it. All of her songs not, are personal. Yeah. But I, I feel like that one just a little more than like. Just to sell records, you know what I mean? Because right. it's not a single and it's not really like a... But I don't know, it's a kind of slower and she just kind of like talks about like how she didn't fit in but then her mom would like bring her to the store and they'd go shopping and anyway. Yeah, I, I kinda, that's what you mean. Yeah, I kind of just like the personal touch on it a little bit. It's more than just talking about like heartbreak and how this yeah. guy, I screwed this guy She doesn't just use guy. the guy as like a foil to her in her song. Right? Interesting, so, interesting. Yeah. This is, and mine is going to be very contradict that. Mine is my one collaboration with Ed Sheeran. Everything has changed. <laughs> Everything has changed, okay. Oh, from Red, yeah, yes, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay, okay. number 25. Neil. Uh, I have Wildest Dreams from 89. Ooh, love that track. Way up on my list. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not way up, actually. It's sure, up but up list. there, yeah. Yeah, everyone loved that song. Came out as a, a as a late single off 89. That's right. Really uh, took to the airwaves. Yeah. Mine is off of Speak Now, Better Than Revenge. Better Than Revenge. Yes, it's one of her first. It's off Speak Now, her third album. Better Than Revenge. If you listen to Better Than Revenge... Yes. It really is sort of a prelude to the tailor that we have now. And that's why it made my list. Now I, I, I put on my list something I love that song necessarily. Yeah. But it's on my list because the Taylor in Better Than Revenge is the Taylor we have now. That vengeful, yeah. angry, I'm not going to let you fuck me around Taylor Swift. It is, And yeah. it's just so hot and I love it. Okay. <laughs> it's not a great song. It's not constructed perfectly. Yeah. It's a kind of, kind of, kind of a petty song. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, can see I that. But I love it. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go first now. 24. Yeah. You're going to hate me for being this low. Our song. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I. Man, I don't even know what to say to that. Okay. Our song is. Our song is oh, a it's being going. Like, I mean. Tapping on your window when we're on the phone and you talk real slow because it's late and your mama don't. Jesus. I know. I mean, that just sets the tone for her entire career. I know. That first See, line. And I disagree because ah. that's why I have another okay. song up on my okay. top five from that's her okay, first okay. album. It's okay, okay. Our song. We'll, re we'll revisit our song. Okay. Um, okay. okay. I have Fair. All Too Well from Red. <laughs> what? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, yeah. we will get back to that. We will get back to that. So Red, Red is already making great appearance. I am disgusted by that. Really? I am disgusted okay. by that, Neil. Well, there we go. Number 24. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wow. you're saying this should be higher? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. That okay. is. I am, See, this I, is where the this is where the personal taste nobody comes nobody in. Nobody saw, but I walked away. Yeah. No. Angrily. From this, this is this is where like the personal taste kind of comes into play, right? Okay. Because, Let's just move on. Because I will admit that All Too Well is a fantastic song, 
And once I started kind of making the list, I may have readjusted it up higher. But once it kind of wrote it, I was like, well, it's just kind of sticking there. That's insane to me. But you, it should be higher. On that the, is your, insane. Is to it me. like number one? <laughs> it can't be. Number, okay. tw- number 23. Neil. Uh, I have Jump Then Fall from Fearless. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Some deep cuts from Fearless. I like Man, it. Man, I got a lot of Fearless on here. I'm like starting to read through and I'm like, oh, baby, I'm going to rival. I got State of Grace, but off of Red. Okay. Yeah, great. I love the tone it sets. Um, Ooh. It's got a bit I have of, State of Grace it's got, a, it's got a bit of a like a U2 Edge sort of guitar riff to it to me. Yeah. But, uh, I love it. Okay. Yeah, State of Grace. I love this tone it sets for Red. Okay. Drew me in immediately. Nice. That being said, follow it right up at number 22. Too. I don't know about you. Yeah, for sure. We both have it. Oh yeah, we got twenty. We thought of the same joke because we thought it was funny. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, I love. I actually love twenty two. The sequencing on Red too. The reason why Red is such a great album is the sequencing. Yeah. Uh, which song comes after next? Yeah. And, uh, whew, the song that comes right before twenty two, I think, makes twenty two that much better. And I'll get into okay. it um, when we get to that song. Number 21, I put the song on here, not necessarily because I actually don't, I actually don't really like it that much, okay. but I put it where it is because I know a ton of people like it. Okay. New Romantics of 89. See, it was on my list that I didn't put on. Yeah. It See, was, I it don't, was, it was with like, it was with like Sparks Fly. Another and, one that didn't make my and, list and either. And Steven sort of idea. Yeah, Hey Steven's no good. But I had New Romantics because I, I almost like New Romantics. There's some See, on- that's just it. <laughs> yeah. I almost like it, but I, yeah. But I had to put it where it is because I know how popular it is. Yeah. I know how much people like it. Okay, we'll move on. Number 20. Number 20 is Tim McGraw. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got um, I got that song a little bit higher. Okay. But um, no, I respect that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Great track. Again, Yeah. off that first album just sets that tone for what kind of that... She, Taylor Swift has two sort of songs that she wrote early on. Yeah. Those really like happy, energetic, like I'm all crazy about love. And yeah. then other songs that are kind of like a little bit more melodramatic. Now, Tim McGraw is still about like about love, but in that sort of lost love sort of vein, right? Okay. Yeah. So, no, I, 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 I'm glad it's on your list. Um, mine's Bad Blood. And Bad not blood. the Kendrick version. Again, no collaborations other than a cheer okay. on this list. Bad Blood's at number 20. I just really like that song. Oh, I really okay. do. Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. That's, you say story just for that's show. That's right. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I just love it. Now you're going to, again, here we go. Number 19, off of Reputation, Ready For It. Ready For It. Ready For It. Yeah, yeah I, I must admit, I'm yeah. not super well-versed nope, in the new fair. album, but, but I... Ready For It pumps me the fuck okay. up, man. I love that song. Okay. What do uh, you have at number 19? Which I want to say... I'm just trying to find out what album it's from. Let me say the song and I'll tell you. The Story of Us is from Speak Fearless. Now. Oh, is it? For, oh. Speak Now, yeah. So I have The Story of Us at number 19. Interesting. I, I, I don't mind that Again, that's song. more of a one because it's like kind of catchy. Yeah. Kind of whatever. Again, one of the songs where I'm like, eh, you know what? Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. This is going to make my list no. Okay, 18. You already talked about it. Wildest Dreams is 18 for me. Yeah, okay, so I had yeah. it at 25. Yeah. Okay, and uh, for 18, I had Begin Again from Red. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> one song from Red that actually didn't make my list, but there I know a lot of people who like Begin Again. Okay. What is it about Begin Again that you like? Um, well, 
again, I like the sort of slow stuff. Yeah, I do too. Every once in a while. I do too. So I just like, you know, I thought that we'd begin again. She just yeah. like, doo doo. And it's just like, she I She does know. a good job of that. Even yeah. on, on uh, Reputation, it's not on my list. It might be on yours. New Year's yeah. Day, same kind of thing. Like, yeah. It, even uh, on uh, 89 with uh, Clean. Yeah. To end the album, she always has those sort of like melodic, really, let's just kind of play it out sort of songs, which yeah. she's done. And I like that. Yeah. Um, again, I put Wildest Dreams where it is based on popularity. That's right. I knew it had to be somewhere on my list. I put it higher because yeah. I know how popular it was off of 89. So that's, yeah. where, that's why it is where it is. 17. I have red. I have red too. Woo! Yes. Come on, I, baby. I have red too. Okay, that's right. Great yeah, song, It is man. just a good song. Yeah. You know what? It's one of those songs where I'm like, I don't think I like it as much. And then I listen to it. And I'm like, man, yeah. red's a great fucking track. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, 17, perfect place for it. It's like, it's not, it doesn't really, Yeah. you don't go out of your way to listen to it, but when it comes on, you're like, man, I'm going to listen to this thing a couple yeah. times. Um, all right, uh, 16. I have White Horse from Fearless. <laughs> Damn, love that it's on your list. Not high enough. Not high enough. Not high enough. It needs to be higher. Not high enough. Okay, okay. All right. No, I will admit, like, my top, even, like, 10 are definitely... Like personal preference. Yeah, we're just we're, we're that's where it's gonna really get to the yeah. depth and nitty-gritty. It is, yeah. Alright, I have uh, I know places. Second last Six. track off eighty nine, which I think is just one of personally for me, yeah, one of her best songs. Yeah. I just again it has that sort of like edge to it that was she she made it clear what was coming on reputation. A song like I Know Places, she has that sort of Fuck you mentality yeah. to everybody else. There was a couple '89 it's, songs that almost it's, made it it's, for it's, me. It's two. It's two against the world. Yeah. And I like that sort of. I like that backed against the wall, Taylor. Yeah. Like, I like. I like that thing off a of reputation. And for me, I feel like I know places kind of set that up a little bit, and just a great track. They're the hunters, and we are the foxes. Yeah. Right. Like. No, I know. Just, they are the hunters. We are the foxes. And we're right. Couple great lines. Yeah. All right, we already talked about 15. I knew you were trouble. What did you have again? Uh, I had mean. Right, okay. 14. Sad, beautiful, tragic. From Interesting. Red. From Red. Again, a song I like, yeah. but don't like I, enough. Again, I like that slow. Don't like enough. Sort of just that. So you know. I think all combined, we're going to have all of Red between our two albums. <laughs> I all, so I did do a count. I have nine Red songs. And I have nine. So there's guarantee that all the songs we're are going to be on it. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah. pretty close. I, we might have overlapped on some, right? Because we knew I knew I knew you were trouble. We both probably have. I know. Okay, so anyway, for anyway, me, we'll we'll compare it after. Fourteen but. picture to burn. Yes, you had picture to burn. Picture burn. Okay. So to me, it's it's one of those again she, on that first album. And it's interesting looking back retrospectively. Yeah. There's she has these some songs that sort of set another tone. Picture to burn and I know places are sort of in the same vein. Yeah. Where even back then. Mm-hmm. When she was 16 or 15 or whatever, when she was writing those songs, yeah. like she had that edge to her all the time. Did I? Oh, did I mess up? No, don't. don't On 21, about. did I say shake it off already? No. No, that's not. I messed up. When I said 21 for Tim McGraw, I meant shake it off. So I'm now off. Anyway, it's okay. So wait, now your list is all... No, it's not, because I'm doing what your numbers now. Like, Sad People Tragedy is 14, 15 was mean, 16 was white, so we're good, 17 was red. Okay. So I just, I accidentally just messed something up in there, but... 
I don't have Shake It Off on my So I had Shake It Off at 21, but that was what you were talking about. That's like a song that was like popular that people... See, and I really like that And I like it for just like whatever. I know, I love it. I love to dance at weddings to Shake It Off. And it reminds me of my first trip to Europe because it was popular at that time. It brings a lot of memories to But no, we'll be good from here on out. I just, I forgot to mention it. We must have just like... Anyway, Picture to Burn was... I Know Places and Better Than Revenge are early songs by T-Swift to me that they're on this list because I feel like those were the undercurrents of who she is now, the songwriting mm. she's doing right now, the okay. craftsmanship that she's putting out yeah. now, which is one of my tenets of yeah. putting this list together. So that's why. Um, number 13. I have Love Story. Oh, wow. Great. Not high enough. Not high enough. Not high so enough. So I have some that you have on here, clearly, hey, but we're just... Uh... Number 13 for me is mine. Ooh, okay, okay. Mine. Great fucking okay. song. Not high Ooh. enough. Okay, I like that because you know what? Mine was was one that really fluctuated up and down yeah. the list. Okay. I could easily switch it out for maybe like number mm-hmm. six or number seven or number okay. eight. But you know what? It probably should be a top ten. But when you get to this nitty gritty part, Neil, yeah. it's so hard. I know. It is this sort is of a mine. To... Just a great song. It has yeah. that sort of like, I, it's the same dynamic of love story, which you talked about, where it's sort yeah. of like, I love him, he loves me, but should we be together? We might break up, but then we get back. Like, the, the construction of the song is exactly the same. Yeah. But I love both songs. Okay. All right. Number 12. Number 12. Uh, so I just... You had... 13 you had is mine, right? Yep. I had Love Story. Yeah. And number 12, I have State of Grace. Okay. Yeah. So Great. you had it on your list already, And too. I have Treacherous. Oh, okay. So Treacherous, I was so close to putting on so many times. Yeah. But anyway. Treacherous, I... It's it's getting one of those songs where yeah. I've listened to Red so many times and I've never I never really I don't feel like I've fully appreciated Treacherous as much yeah. as it deserves to be appreciated. I think that's the biggest thing is it just doesn't it's one of those songs where I listen to it now and I'm like man the build in it the 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 way it's the the, the chord progression is yeah. just amazing. I'm gonna go first because I guarantee you don't have the song. It's from Reputation. Don't blame me. Okay. Don't blame me from Reputation. There you now, go. It deserves Ooh, that's high. To be just I know, and this might be a recency bias yeah. because I've been listening to it a little bit more. Yeah. But it is such a good song. It um it has a sort of like a Lana Del Rey feel to me. Yeah. Where it's like that that sort of just uh like melancholic, laid back feeling. I'm just gonna call you mine. I'm to it but all okay. but there's there, there's there's depth to it nice um, okay doesn't quite make the top 10 because again recency bias i don't yeah. want to like over give it give it more credit than it deserves but right now where i stand right now it is one of the songs that i can't stop listening okay to. number 11 for you we are never getting back together wow we are never ever getting back together oh uh, wow so like almost w- half as high as i have yes it. so we both did have it i love that song don't yeah. get me wrong i love yeah. that song. i just that's more of like i like the catchiness just like that is every girl loves that song from Taylor Swift because they always just feel that they've been spited and they're like no fuck you I'm not getting back together alright it's been their anthem here we go top 10 the top 10 okay uh, let's take a little break yeah well actually quick recap okay. so Nick I have 9 from Red you have 9 from Red I have 9 from Red how many from Fearless do you have 3 I have 6 Woo! 6 from Fearless how many from Speak Now 4 I have 5 
Then I have three from Taylor Swift, four from Taylor Swift for Nick. I have three from 89. You have five from 89. I have one from Redemption. Reputation. Reputation, sorry. And you have three, right? And then I have one collab that's not on any of her albums. It's clear that, uh, and yeah, I'm drinking a Smirnoff Ice in honor of. That's right. Uh, yeah, in honor of uh, all the teenage girls who. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who are now adult women who yeah. who can relate to these lists or not? Yeah. Let us know. Gmail at uh, otbcast at gmail.com or right. sign to our DMs on Instagram. Because oh, you know, right after we're done the session, there's gonna be a quick little picture of Taylor Swift oh, yeah. going up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. O- otbcast at uh, on, Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, or you know what? Find us on on Facebook off the bench. Yeah. And Send us a message there and let us know how you feel about our lists because mm-hmm. we are sliding at the top 10 now. Top 10. But it's interesting when you break down the, the album breakdown like that. Yeah. Clearly, I have a little bit more recency Recent bias spicy, yeah. because I... Although 89, I must admit, I was tight on a couple of like songs. Like when it came to like... I think when it came to Speak Now, Taylor Swift, 89, there was a lot of songs in there. I think clearly Fearless and Red were my two favorite yeah. albums. And then everything in between there could have just been interchangeable. So. All right. Neil, number 10. Mine. So it was very close to yours, yeah, but you had it at yeah. 13. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I think you're going to love my number 10, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. See, I put it at 20, and I was like, damn. Tim McGraw, man. Yeah. Just like this, those opening chords. Yeah. And it just, when you go back and just, this, <laughs> oh, whenever you hear Tim McGraw. Yeah. when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song. One we dance to all night long The moon like a spotlight on the lake Oh man, just like You the, think of me Yeah, just, you know, you it's know. just like one of those things where yeah. She she really set a tone early in her career And it's, it's easy to see why she became so popular oh, As yeah. fast as she did For sure Alright, number nine I have 15 Interesting, did not make my list Didn't make your list did not It's make in my, my top list. ten And now, 15, I, I, I We were like, talking about this a little I like we it started. Yeah I like it But Oh, uh, you know what? I, now I'm sort of questioning it. Maybe I should have put it in my top, in my even top the twenty, 20 somewhere. somewhere in the twenties. Yeah, because it, she does hit on a thing, and it's and fifteen is a perfect example of a song why girls loved her as early as she did, as yeah. they did, because she talks up. She was so good at about talking about like personal yeah. and situations and moments that made that were so relatable. Yeah, fifteen is that thing like your first day of high school. You're walking, yeah. you don't know anybody. Ooh, this older guy's into me. Ooh, he has mm-hmm. a car. You know, <laughs> even back then, I don't know how old she was writing that song, but she talked about her best friend losing her virginity to a guy who never really liked, liked her back. Her and back, then, like, yeah. oh, you know, poor Abigail. All this kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? There are so many good things in 15 that yeah. she's talking about that I think it is a very important song that came out at for certain girls and, you know, people, I people, should say. People, yeah. Like, yeah, came I think at like, a time that is so relatable that there yeah. were so many things in it. We're like, you know what, man? I'm Something that, that I think we're proving right now is that you can always relate songs to yourself. Doesn't matter what they're saying. Absolutely. In terms of like maybe gender in the song, or whatever. I think that's very much like a but old the, school. The way the way she the yeah. she framed it was from a 15 year old's perspective, yeah. first year of high school. But you're right, 15 is an awkward age. Yeah. And you think all these those things, things are like yeah, like that thing where you're saying like, oh, you know, you might like someone they don't like you back. Like that goes for either way. But that I think the matter. biggest thing is she talks about how you think everything matters. Matters. Where everything yeah. at that point like that matters. is your world. Yeah. And her early 
stuff really mm-hmm. focused on that like living yeah. in a small town and yeah. thinking everything is so hyper mm-hmm. important and realizing as you grow up that it's just not yeah, right and right. all those things not to say that they don't matter but think of them consider them as a memory is not so much as an actual like life or death situation yeah that's right um mine's fearless for number nine. Ooh, okay Fearless for me. Okay. Those opening chords come I know, in. Are so good. Those opening chords come in, and yeah. you like. I and again, that was a song where I I always kind of was in my like on the back burner. Like, yeah, oh, I feel this is good. But every time those those opening chords come in, yeah, and you're like, whew. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. And no, just, I know. And, and just like, her voice in it, and just the way she's like, you know, pull you onto that onto yeah. that dance floor, like you know. I know. And then just let's go head first. Fearless. Let's be fearless. And she just ends oh it. Yeah. yeah. All right, number eight. This is where it gets real deep. My yeah. next three songs are like yeah. the deep, the deep, like <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift bleeding her heart okay. out. Back to December, number eight. Ooh. Ooh. Back, Back to, to December. December. Taylor Lautner. Yep. The Taylor Lautner. The re- one I, of the biggest regrets I have life. Fearless as number eight. We almost had it. All right. So we we're right in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Back to December, eh? Oh, yeah. Just, it, Speak Now had a couple really like Kanye mm-hmm. West, Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, where this, Dear John, John Dear John, this is where she was really like using people to like basically make her songs. See, so. and that's not fair though. That's not fair because she has never, ever, ever come out and said that this song is about that it's person. It's true. It's all decipher. It's always, yeah. always decipher. So, and that's, that's the biggest rap. We should have did this as a disclaimer from the start. Yeah. Biggest reason people don't like Taylor Swift, they say she dates too much and she uses all that as, yeah. as her ammunition for her songs. What blues writer or songwriter sure. never used heartbreak? Heartbreak, whatever, right? any type of relationship and she drama. She has never come out and, and publicly true? said that any song is about any person in general. It's the media because she's so popular. Yeah. And they decipher it. They decipher it, it yeah. right? That's fair. Now, there's, there is the one song you mentioned it that is pretty blatant, Dear John, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, but that's one. You're allowed to have one. You're allowed to have You're one. You're allowed to have one, man. Sure. Like, anyway. Or an innocent with Connie is pretty, pretty self-explanatory sure, too. But yeah. anyway, yeah. But yeah, back to December. Just I, I love sure. that, that whole idea because, and again, this is the per, where the personal part comes yeah, in. She really. I've been to. that person where mm-hmm. I've broken someone's heart and yeah. you have that regret for sure. Right? You feel you bad have, about it. You have that regret and you have that sort of like, man, if I could take that back, mm-hmm. would I go back there and yeah. make it up? Probably not. But part of me wishes I could. Yeah. All right, number seven for me. You mentioned already White Horse. White Horse again. Is number seven. Okay. Another just. Oh, so I got man. my nine spots after that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number uh, seven. Picture to burn for me. All right. All right. Too, yeah. yeah. Picture to burn. Great track. So this is when we're on. There's yeah. a little bit of an angle. There might be there. some overlap here now. Yeah. So. Okay. Number six, as uh, you mentioned, dear John. Dear John. Dear. See, so like none of those speak nows made my list. All the speak nows are none of. You those had no songs. dear John. No dear John. No back to December. No innocent. I had none of the ones that are like famous. From that. Dear album. John to me is like. I had story of us. I had mean. I had mine. I, and then I have my number six movie, or my my number six song. If this was a movie, oh, okay, yes, interesting. If this was a movie, this interesting. Is, yeah, that was my number six track. Okay, why? Why I is just, it so high? In your that list? is a personal preference that I just love the song. I love the tone what about it? and the pacing of it. I just kind of love um, just the idea that like if this was something else, it would be perfect. Huh. I don't know. I just like yeah. that sort of admitting her that like, she's just kind of like. It's not really attainable, but I'm gonna kind of sing about it anyway, and I kind of like that. So, and that's more of my personal. I just kind of like the pace of it. 
Dear John to me, and again, this is like one thing that I really appreciate. So my musical taste, for the most part, as I break down the top, mm-hmm. Taylor, top 28 Taylor Swift songs, yeah. is more of like a classic rock program. Yeah, rock yeah, exactly. Like Rush, you would, you know, sure. say would be um, And Dear John, not again, in no way am I comparing this, but Dear John is a seven-minute track. It is a long right? track. It's a long track. It is. And for a pop singer to cut a seven-minute track... Is rare. Is very rare. Yeah. Because a lot, it's funny you say that because a lot of the ones I would probably say in my top are probably three and a half minutes and or less. The way she just sort of like to be so aware of being manipulated by someone at such a young age. can look at it being like oh wow you're throwing all the blame on again this is the one we talked about sure very blatant it's about John yeah. Mayer yeah. everyone knows that right <laughs> yeah. the song's called Dear John <laughs> yeah but to be like man I was young like do you not think I was too young for you to take advantage of this mm-hmm. and all like you know I'm the girl with a broken heart yeah like it, it just it, to me it's just like to be so self aware of not just because so many times there can be like a, a just a total lash out a total anger yeah a sort of like no, he's crazy. He's insane. And she does have those lines in there where there's something about like, uh, I'll just be another one of those uh, haters who doesn't understand you or yeah. whatever, right? Like, th- th- there is that because she's still young. But to me, there's just such a, like an understanding of of how an older person can have over the, the manipulation or influence an older person can have yeah. over a younger person. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that dynamic of it. Okay. Now, that being said, uh, number five for me is the complete opposite this song is purely number five for me because I, it is so much fun. Yeah. Every time I listen to it, I I just like I want to dance. Yeah. I want to okay. I want to move. I I want to be dressed the nines because everyone's dressing like Starlight. Yes. Dancing like Starlight. So yeah. So Starlight's good. number five for you? Nope. Oh, but our song is number five. Okay. For me. Yeah. It's very similar, so, right? Yeah. I love yeah. that sort of up. Yeah. I love when yeah. Taylor makes me want to dance. Oh yeah, Starlight and just like Starlight comes on and like yeah. th- those first lines. Oh my, what a marvelous tune! It was the best night, never would forget how we moved. The whole place was dressed in the nines and we were dancing, dancing. Like we're made of starlight. Yeah, oh, and so the piano good. comes in. Oh, oh yeah. just so, so good. No, yeah, such an amazing yeah. fucking song. She's yeah. the Barbie on the border. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Anyway, on the boardwalk. Yeah. Such a great song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four. You're gonna hate me for this, but the song is was so popular. This is the song that 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 just shot her into the stratosphere. Made her the biggest pop star in the world after '89 came out. Yep. And I love the song. I think it's, it's blank space. It's blank space. <laughs> It's got, it's got one of the yeah. best lines ever written, in my opinion. Ooh, which is? Uh, where they're gonna go on forever. Oh, okay. Or it's gonna go down in flames. Yeah. 
tell me when it's over for how it was worth the pain. Oh, okay. Amazing song. So, because okay. that is that is the that's a nutshell of every relationship. relationship. That is what a relationship so is. So true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Blank space. Yeah. Amazing, amazing track. Yeah. And, and then what made her who she is now. Yeah. It made her the queen and the fallen queen mm-hmm. from her kingdom. Sure. But blank space is the song that we. The reason okay. we talk about Taylor Swift, we do. Today is because, is because of, of blank space. space. Okay, see, I didn't have it on my list, and that was the one where I remember you were flabbergasted. Oh. So I just, I just don't particularly like it. But such a good song. Yeah, um, I have ours. Really? Yes. From Speak Now. That's a, just a personal. Interesting. Thing. Talk about it. Yeah. Uh, no, again, I just love sort of when she gets into like stuff about herself and just like something for her. I feel like she's not producing it for anybody else. Right. And so ours again is like something just like really. I just kind of like it. And again, I'm. Taylor, I either like if she makes me dance or if she makes me like kind of like chill out. Again, yeah, same way. Yeah, Blank Space to me is one of those songs where it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I see, that's right. okay. That's why I have like Shake It Off on there because the same idea, just sort of this like. All right, here we go. Whatever. Top three. Okay, top three. Top three, man. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure. So this one isn't off an album. It's oh, a collab. This is the collab. Safe and Sound with the Civil Wars. I don't know if it counts. It counts. But okay, it's I'll let you have it. Yeah, let me have it. Okay. It is featuring Talk Taylor Swift, which is... Yeah, featuring her. It's not her song. And that's why I think I like it so much, because okay. it's a different side of Taylor Swift. Okay. A little bit... Um, and this was when the Civil Wars were, like, big. This was, like, you know, in the height of their... Yeah. This, I believe it was Hunger Games album, I want to say. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it just... It doesn't have any high notes. It doesn't have any low notes. She just kind of stays on the same level through the whole song. And I think it's kind of just like an interesting so take. Then I could have put, interesting take for Taylor Swift. So then Swift. I could have put I Don't Want to Live Forever on the, on here if I wanted to with Zane. could have, yeah. yeah. Say, so I love her in the song, but it's not her song. It's not her song. But I think it is her because she's the only one singing. Pretty so much. Gonna, so I'm going to pretend that that song's not on your list and Blank Space slides into number three. Nah, okay. No, not quite. But so here's... Okay. So wait. Out of your top three, so you have that one doesn't count on an album. Out of your top two, which albums are they off of? Red and 89. Okay. There's one from 89 that you haven't said yet that I mu- it's got to be there. you got to have nope, it. Nope, because yeah. out of my top three, I have Taylor from her debut album is number three, number two is from Fearless, and number one is from Red. <laughs> so number three for me, and purely based on, we talked about this earlier, that like set the Taylor Swift yeah. era in effect, Teardrops, teardrops on, on My Guitar. He's a reason for the teardrops on my guitar. Number three, it has to, and it was number two, and I swapped it out for what was number three because I think I, the song that I put ended up putting to number two, I just like more. Okay. But teardrops, man. Okay. That is the song that made that 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 planted the seed that would grow into the Amazon rainforest that yeah. is the influence of Taylor Swift in this world. Okay. That is the song. That is the song. Number two, what is it for you? Number two is style. Also, well, let's go back. Teardrops on my guitar. Drew, fuck you, man. Yeah. Actually, true. but not fuck you because you made her who she is. Yeah. Have you never, had you never broke her heart? That's true. But, man, when you hear her sing those lines like, he's the reason why I lie awake at night. Yeah. Oof, she was young too. And just Drew. the way it builds up too, like, oh man, like, oh. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, whatever. Number two is style. Interesting. For me. Do not like that song. Love it. I know. See, that, but there's like they were really talking. Like I went for me top five. Really like personal preference. See, and style's a song that like I know is popular, I just but I just love it. don't like. I love it. it. So like you like yeah you have blank space. I have style. I think style. I just it makes me like want to get up and move, and I just kind of I really really like it. for me love story love story so i had it at 13 okay love story is number two because it is the, it is the teardrops from her yeah. second album it's the teardrops from fearless yeah she took those tracks picture to burn tim mcgraw teardrops from her first so album our song yeah and just went guns a blazing into fearless and love story came out and there and people were like because you know what it's so easy to be a yeah. one album so I know wonder. What your number one is, a yeah. one album wonder, right? Yeah. We have a couple hits off a, off an album. You're like, man, this is good. Mm -hmm. She came into Fearless fearlessly, yeah, <laughs> and had Love Story come out. And again, the exact same construct of, of Love me, Story, White Horse. That was all around of the mine, same time. Sorry, I should yeah. Say. yeah, exact same construct of mine. Yeah. It the, the 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 way the story is played out in the song. Yeah, but Love Story out of the two is just a better song. I got this, this it, when you listen to this, because I know you will, um, <laughs> I want you to know, I, I, you know, I adore you as, mm -hmm. as so much, and, but this is coming from someone who's a Shakespeare nerd. Never compare yourself to Romeo and Juliet. You don't want that. You don't You love each that. other for two days. They were young kids and they both died. You don't want you that. You don't want that. See, the one thing I have to say that would, would shoot it down the list for me is her inaccuracies with... The, the, the love story of Romeo and Juliet yeah. it's actually one of Shakespeare's worst plays in my yes, opinion which is actually a very common opinion and you know Blue Oyster Cult actually were the ones that actually kind of looked at it in more of a practical way where it's like follow me to death let's be like Romeo and Juliet don't fear the reaper yeah. so Taylor don't if you're yeah. going to redo love story don't talk about Romeo and Juliet but I love the story the, the, the idea of the, the prince and the princess yeah. it is such an innocent yeah. beautiful song mm-hmm that it just it has to be number two. Sure. And yeah. now Neil. So before I even get, so I know what your number one is. You Daniel. do. Yes, because you already gave me grief for it. Okay. Because it's from Red. I'm, I'm a, I I like how you remembered. So I my wonder, number I one is if the listeners did my number one. So we both have a Red song as number one. And my number one is one you already said. Stay, stay, stay. stay. No, Starlight. Starlight. Starlight is my number one. So stay, one. stay, stay. Never made. Never made. I took okay, it off. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I replaced it with Sad Beautiful Tragic. Starlight is an amazing song. It is not a number yeah. one though. But it's a number one for me and for you, Nick. All too well. All too well, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> all you gave too me well. Grief. You gave me grief at twenty four. You were like, just look. You you walked up. Because I walked back and I was like, when I was looking through my list, I was like, oh, he's got all too well number one. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. All too well is the greatest. Is her greatest song that she has ever crafted. The. 
Actually, no. You talk about we talk about Starlight a bit, but talk about why it's your number one first. So for me, it's just a personal favorite. Like I love Taylor that Taylor Swift song because of exactly what we repeated in the lines. Makes me want to get up. Makes me want to dance. Yeah. It's the catchy to me. It's the catchiest song she's ever made. Ironically, and it wasn't a single. No, absolutely. And I to me, it's like the most. I every time I listen to it, boom, I start singing along. It's to me that is her best song. Um, but all too well, I, I understand. It, to, okay, so for me, all too well must be the entire package. It is because put into one thing, it, and again, like you talk about, not a single, which is interesting, which yeah. I think makes it personal for people. Yeah, and I think when you find that song that is like so good, but there's something about that song where, again, and I talked about this with some of our other ones where the build and the fall and yeah. everything, and like, oh man, there's just everything that goes into that song mm -hmm. is like. And I talked about this, the sequencing before, right? Yeah. Like, it is such a... such a. Personal... That's what I mean. Like, it's everything put together yeah. kind of as one. Well, and you right? talked about, like, the idea of, a, like, feeling like a very, like, a super personal song, right? Yeah. And that's what I love about it, is it just... It's that feeling of you read it, or you, you, um, you listen to it, and I believe that one's also about Jake Gyllenhaal, is it not? Or that one's about Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe. Yes. Right? That they say, again, who knows, For sure. right? But, but, um, so it's like such a deep personal song, but the, the thing she talks about, um, and there's a part where it, it, um, it builds up and she hits that part where it's, um, you know, and maybe we're lost in translation, really asked for too much, but maybe this thing was a masterpiece, please throw it all up. too well yeah that, like that whole thing yeah like, and then and then it builds and literary builds, like and then it builds and then and then it just hits that crescendo and she goes it's that low yeah and the song could end there but then she goes back into another like yeah. a third act almost right and again goes back to that whole idea is like even though it's like you broke me you, you broke my heart mm -hmm. but there's still that idea that that feeling of you know i still remember the good times yeah you know uh after plaid shit plaid shirt days and nights when you made me your own mm -hmm. then you mail mail back my things and i walk home alone but you keep that old scar from the very first week. <laughs> yeah. Because it reminds you of innocence and it smells like, like me. me. Yeah. And that was the whole thing because apparently afterwards, like, Jill, Jill and Hall was still wearing the scarf yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I know. No, no, to me, that like that song hits just like these, all yeah. these like, emotional highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And it just like. No, and it looking is back, like, I, I definitely could have snuck it up there. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel the same way about 15. Hard. Like, yeah, it's there, hard. But, like, no, without a doubt, without mm -hmm. a doubt. When I put this list together, it was like all too well, number one, and yeah. fill everything well, else. What we can do, Nick, is that, you know, if you want to take that collab, we can put all too well at three. No. Me. No. No. I will not I will okay. not make that compromise ever. Cool. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. Because you'd still leave Starlight at one? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. How about we move all too well to one and put Starlight at two? And put Starlight at two. I can do that. No. I can I move can't. Starlight to two. No, it's still my favorite song. Well, Taylor Swift song. No, that's just. It's more the. Adam's back. Adam, you ice yourself? Yeah. What do you have to say, Adam? Whew, it's cold out there. All right. Um, Oof. 
So yeah, that's right. Oh, and anyway, and, and to just to leave off that, the part where I was talking about the sequencing is you hit that that huge, the, this really like heavy emotional song of All Too Well. Yeah. And then it goes right into 22. Yes. And I think if 22 didn't come right after that song, yeah. I wouldn't like it as much. No, I know. Because All Too Well takes you like such a like a low. Yeah. And then that song comes on and you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's probably like between two. And exactly. like, I'm almost 30 now. And so that's like, what we were talking about, how she missed, sets up yeah. Red is probably the best. And that that is probably why it's such a good album. Album, it's yeah. Just, so the one song we didn't have off yeah. of Red. Did we have, so I had Starlight. We didn't, you didn't, we didn't have having Stay, Stay, Stay. We didn't have Stay, Stay, Stay. No. Because I thought you would, because you'd mentioned it before. That's why I, yeah. I figured it would no, be No, I on took there. it off. He's oh, like, Holy Ground we didn't have? We didn't have Holy Ground. No. And there's the one with... I Almost Do we didn't have. Oh, yeah. See, I like that song, too. I know. Uh, the Last Time. The Last Time. Light Body. The Lucky One. The Lucky One. Everything Has Changed. So we had a couple... No, of I things. had Everything Has Changed. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with Ed Sheeran. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. That was, that was my number The Moment 26. I Knew... We don't have the moment I knew. Oh, you're on the deluxe version. I don't, Come back, I don't be here, those. girl at home. Even I don't consider the deluxe. Version. Even the deluxe version is still very good. So, I only have the deluxe version. Okay. So. Do you want to do? Do you want to do movie stuff quickly, or should we save it for another episode? We can save it for another. episode. Let's save it for another episode. Um, because we can probably break this one into two. Really. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we'll do that for another. Episode. Yeah, I think we should do like a movie in review thing because I'm gonna try and get. And see as many in the next couple days as I can now that I got some time off from school. Sweet. So I'm going to try and like hammer home some good 2017 films that are getting some Oscar buzz. The Florida Project I want to watch. Okay. I want to watch Lady Bird. And I want to watch uh, I, Tanya, which yeah. I can't wait. So those three are big on mine. You've yeah. seen Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Oh, out of those three. You haven't seen Florida them. Project yet? I was going to see it and I did not Yeah, and I guess it. William Defoe's graded in. The whole thing's really good. And then, yeah, I, Tanya. Is supposed to be really cool too, just for a sports reference in there. But, yeah, and viewers, but yeah, yeah those but are like twenty. Yeah, but at this point, I'm sure the sports listeners are <laughs> yeah. still are still engaged. <laughs> no kidding, that's right. Yeah, um, but we can't judge because we're 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 avid sports fans, right. and we were the ones who just broke down this list. So yes, sorry. Okay, so till next week, I don't know what our schedule is going to be like for next week. We've Got to talk about that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But until um, then, we'll keep everybody us, informed. Hit us on uh, Gmail. Uh, email us, I should say. Uh, otbcast at gmail.com Neil Instagram otbcast we will post some things coming up yes. we, I think we're going to be changing our logo soon Ooh. that's something we're going to discuss okay so interesting. we might be relaunching ourselves in the new year interesting so. yeah new year new us yeah exactly you know take it to the you know be a new year's resolutioner is to make ourselves known alright so yeah I like that yeah I like that we'll start with this podcast yeah that's right alright until next week everybody me, Neil, Adam, wherever he is, uh, we're back on the bench. And, uh, oh, Adam's, Adam, Adam's, Adam's he's, coming out of the, Adam's, oh, he's coming out of the water. Adam's feels stressed that we just did an entire breakdown of Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm good with missing that. Happy New Year, folks. Right. There you go. Uh, and until then, uh, we're back on the bench, I guess. We're back on the bench, yeah. Light is off.